this is Christy, SC4 Communications Manager. Today I'm joined by Ileana Montoroso, who is C4's co-coordinator for gender. And today we are talking about women in tenure. And that is a helicopter at the C4 campus, because of course it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. So let's just jump in. Um, what are some of the yeah, issues facing ahead. women in tenure right now? Or what are some issues facing women in tenure rights? Okay, well, you know, across different regions, there is an increasing interest in, you know, promoting that women have access and control of resources. This is not only seen as an issue of um, dependence on forest resources for livelihoods, but also uh, it has been shown that there is an um, important relationship between ensuring that women have access to uh, land and resources and um, decrease food insecurity and uh, reduce poverty. So for these different reasons, the Sustainable Development Goal 5 are used to promote increasing security of rights belonging to women. Mm. Um, are there also issues that are quite specific to countries? Well, you know, the situation actually varies a lot across countries. There are, you know, countries going in different stages. Increasingly, there is more um, uh, actions taken by the national governments to promote regulations that recognize or protect a specific women's rights to land and to resources, especially forests. But, you know, what happens is that even though some of these, some several countries have issued uh, regulations, some of these have not been implemented. And in those countries, when they have been implemented, um, they have not necessarily been enforced or monitored. Um, what about indigenous women? Do they face special hurdles? Mm -hmm. Well, so far, most of the work around women and access to rights and tenure has been done around land and normally individual land, but less is known in cases where land and resources are managed collectively, such as the case of indigenous peoples. Now, what happens with indigenous women in particular is that they, they are a very vulnerable group, not only because the rights are tied to the recognition of collective lands, or, you know, uh, that would be being a member of a formally recognized indigenous group, but also by their status as women within these indigenous communities. Therefore, you know, like national regulations, but also the community norms are important. In, what, in which countries do women have the best access to tenure rights? Well, um, as I said, there are important advances in different countries. But for instance, um, one of the countries where we have done research, Uganda has taken an important step towards ensuring rights to women in the reforms they have promoted around forests, ensuring a specific uh, provisions in the law to promote that uh, women's rights are protected. However, in the process of implementation, they have faced important challenges, uh, in particular when it refers to enforcing the regulation so women can actually benefit from the rights that they have been recognized in laws. Mm. You've just published an info brief, Gender and the Formalization of Native Communities in the Peruvian Amazon. Can you tell me about that? Yes, of course. This is actually part of a global comparative study that analyzed um, 
different countries taking a stance in promoting reforms around promoting access rights around land and forest. Uganda was actually another country where we work. Peru was another one, and we also work in Indonesia. Our work started in 2014, and we work in total in 54 villages across Uganda, Indonesia, and Peru. In Peru, we analyze 22 communities in two different regions. And actually, in the case of Peru, uh, it was an interesting case because the rights um, were coming from the recognition to land as a community. So one of the things that we learned is that while there are important advances in these countries, like in the case of Peru, um, a lot of communities have been formalized. There are important challenges emerging when taking into account gender considerations in the process related to titling and formalization of collective rights, in particular in the case of Peru. And we also noticed that there is very low participation of women as part of the members involved in the formalization uh, process. So, you know, most of the teams of um, government people that are implementing these regulations are mainly men, mostly. Um, and, you know, this affects the, also how women can actually access information, but how they participate in the process of formalization. So this is one of the things that we learned. And another important uh, thing that we, we consider is, is very important is that, you know, in working at the village level, we have found out that women and men have different uses on forest and on land. They are not always involved in the same way, in the, like in the process where they um, take decisions. Some of these decisions do not necessarily reflect the concerns or expectations of the, in particular, of vulnerable groups. And in the case, this also affects uh, women. So, you know, this reflects how different groups can actually participate or not in the decisions made around their land and, and their forests. Oh, interesting. What are some ways forward to help women secure tenure rights? Well, let me go back to the case of Peru. We think one of the, but it also applies to other countries where we have work. Well, one important thing is to uh, invest in capacity building and training. And this is not only of the women involved to ensure that they have access to information um, and that the, the, the processes that are being promoted to uh, implement these regulations actually take into account the different um, activities in which women are engaged and sometimes limit their ability to participate in the processes, but also ensuring that these uh, capacity building processes are targeting the communities involved this means men and women, but also the government agents involved in the process of implementation. So uh, these officers are capable to better integrate the concerns of vulnerable groups. And another thing um, that we also consider is very important, and this would apply specifically to the case of, of Peru, is to ensure that the indigenous organizations that are um, a very important stakeholder in the process of formalization are actually uh, strengthened in how to promote the integration of the different groups within the communities to ensure not only women, but all vulnerable groups are being taken into account in the process around implementation. Great. Thank you so much for your time, Ileana, and um, happy International Women's Day. <laughs> 
Thank you, Christy.